Live from Cool Boys Central. Hold your dicks and rub your tits. You'll be ice cold. Here come the cool boys. Just a young boy. So cool. So cool. So cool. I see cool boys. Are you talking about uh, ass tulips? Oof. Better known as um, uh, prolapsed rectum. Yep. Never done it. <laughs> Fortunately. Come on! I don't even like it in never? porn. It's too much. That's that, that. That's. I just feel like, oh, that's. I feel bad for you. That's gonna take a while to go. Oh, back dude, in. I've never seen that in a porn. I've only seen that on, like on Consumption Junction, like way back in the day. Google Mike Adriano. He does it ever. No, I'm not gonna Google. No, <laughs> not gonna. Don't want to ever see that. All right. Well, hey, Felk, what do you got there? I am drinking a martini. Cause it's martini night. It's a delicious martini. I, I made, and I'm almost done with it. So I'm gonna have to make another drink pretty soon, I guess. And uh, well, I'm drinking tonight is a hell or high watermelon Ooh. from 21st Amendment, and it's a wheat beer. It's a movie, and it's hell delicious. I've not seen it. It's a nice little summer drink for summertime. It's not. And it's our not special good. guest, yes, Andy. Welcome back, Andy. Hi, Andy. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Good to be back. Good what back. are you drinking, Andy? I am drinking an old fashioned. Oh, and I was prepared. I have my whole bar over here. I got my bourbon. I got my bitters. I got my big ass cube that will hopefully last a little while. So I'm just going to keep going. I'm, I'm mixing drinks right here at my desk. So are you going as long as that cube exists? Yeah. So, nice. yeah, I've been I've been hitting up the old fashions uh, the last couple episodes. I, I've recently re- after rewatching every episode of Mad Men. Uh, I rekindled my love for the old-fashioned. And I, I have to ask a little old-fashioned talk here. Um, if you Google how to make an old-fashioned, there's like three or four different ways. Some people yeah. say you you muddle some cherries and put some cherry syrup in there. Some people say sugar cubes, throw the bitters on oh, top I've never of the heard cubes. The cher- I've never heard the cherry muddling. Yeah, that's never a, heard that, muddling. That's how Dawn makes it in, in the show. Um, oh. Yeah, uh, that's how Dawn makes it in the show twice uh, himself. So... But some people say for old fashions that you should put some club soda in there. Others just say just a dash of water. No. So I do just a little bit, the smallest amount of simple syrup because no sugar cubes. Sugar cube that takes forever. You have to like. Have you ever have you ever ordered iced tea, and you want some sugar in it, and you pour the sugar in iced tea, and then you fucking start stirring it, and you're stirring it for like four hundred years, and nothing's happening. Wait, wait. You're talking about raw sugar. That's raw sugar. Well, that's any sugar. That's what a sugar cube is. Tea. In an iced tea, if it's a cold drink, I, the, the sugar is not melting. So just a little splash of the simple syrup. Oh, shit. I don't know if I put it in or not. And then Uh-oh. bourbon and bitters. That's it. Bourbon or okay. rye? Bourbon. <clears throat> okay. Bourbon. That's how the cool boys drink. Twist the lemon, twist the orange, cherry. Yeah. Yes. Any, any of those, if I have them. I have cherries in the fridge. If I'm feeling saucy, I'll throw one in. And if I have a lemon or an orange, I will toss it in. Otherwise, just those three things. I like the simple. I love cocktails, but I don't like shaking and mixing and stuff like that. I like the simple ingredients. I fully approve your old-fashioned technique, yeah. Um, some people seem to like putting like all kinds of like weird... I like a slice of pineapple in mine, you know. No, 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 none no. of that. No, none of that. Well, greetings, Cool Boys Nation, and welcome to the Cool Boys Podcast. As always, I am Felk. And I'm Andy. No, no do not <laughs> fucking do that, especially not with a new person. <laughs> I'm Ballard. No. Yeah. 
I'm okay. Ballard. Hi, how's it going? This is Ballard. That's Ballard's voice. Ballard. Well, one good thing I can say is that uh, our voices are all different enough that it should be relatively easy for listeners. And who's our special guest tonight? Andy. Hey. Hey, Andy. Welcome hey. back, Andy. Thanks. Good to be back. For uh, Cool Boys Historians, Andy could last be heard on episode 14, Hard R Remix. Oh, yeah. And I was amazing. You were. Absolutely Thank amazing. you. amazing. Go, go and listen to that podcast because I'm sure I was the best. You and Steve were both amazing. No, no, no I was better. Steve was, yeah, Steve was not as good. Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Woo, shots God, fired. <laughs> Steve, it. I welcome you back. Why don't you come on to the next episode, whatever that is? Yeah, prove me wrong, Steve. <laughs> prove, <laughs> prove felt wrong. All right. Okay, well, um, and then Andy, you and I are actually, just as a reminder, we're actually best friends from like way, way, way back, uh, even as far back as sixth grade, yes? Uh, you'll have to remember for me. Sixth grade? That seems far. Yep, is it we, that far key, back? Keyboard class. Keyboard class was the best class I ever took in yeah. all of my schooling career. From Keyboard. the beginning until the end, keyboarding was the best. I am a, the fastest fucking typer of all time. That's when we met? Is it keyboard class? Yeah, with QWERTY and all that shit. QWERTY? That's right. I guess, um, yeah, we have Phil, you got an interesting update for us, huh? Do I have an update? What is my update? Well, in general, I mean, I've only had, I've been really, really busy with work, and it's one of the reasons why uh, the last uh, episode is a little late, but, um, uh, oh, just because yeah. I, just way too busy, but, uh, I have had a chance to watch Game of Thrones, and I just got to say that I am happy so far with the way this new season is going, and, um, yeah, can't wait to see how it rounds out with such a short, uh, episode, uh, release this season. I cannot no believe about what happened to Name Redacted. I don't want to get in. I don't want to get too much in, honestly, into episode specifics and spoilers. But I guess one of the things that's frustrating that Andy just touched upon is that um, it is interesting that, like, right now, more so in the world, you have people who are more um, uh, focused in in their lives and not having to watch like event television. And Game of Thrones might be one of the last little bits of event television, just because it's one of those things that spoilers really affects people with on that show. Mm-hmm. Not many other shows people give a fuck about. Like they I might hear a little Walking bit. Walking Dead, maybe. Maybe Walking Dead, yeah. Maybe that's it. But I feel like other than that, I feel like that's like the, the, those are the only two real shows that people probably like really care about and really yeah. don't want anything spoiled and make efforts to watch them on Sunday night. Yeah. And Walking Dead hasn't caught up to the books, whereas Game of Thrones is now like it's an uncharted territory. Yeah. Yeah. It's surpassed the books at this point, which yeah. I have not read. But I've, you I've have read, read the first them. three. Yeah. I read the first. How many are there? Five now or four? Five. Then I've read the first four. They were good. They were very good. They're very verbose. He's like Stephen King. Gives a little bit too much about everything. Well, Speaking then other of which, th- no, I'm sorry. Shut up. Okay. You said Stephen King. I've been okay, just go all ahead. over the place for the upcoming Dark Tower. Oh, I, I, brace yourself. I know. I, I, I read something today that made me very sad. They were thinking that it's just going to totally suck ass, and they said the budget was really small. But then the director, I'm no movie guy. I'm going to embarrass myself if we start talking about movies, but... They were pleased for some reason that the budget was so small. It gave them more creative license. It wasn't making any sense. That's true. So I can explain. I can explain that to you a little bit what that means. But that does not necessarily qualify to a good film. Um, what they yeah. mean by that is it's the same thing that happened like with Deadpool, and it's the same thing that's happened with other other films that have done very well. Like um, I, I'm drawing a little bit of a blank, but I guess like D- District Nine is one where the 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 
main distribution company or studio comp- uh, studio doesn't really care too much about the film if the budget is smaller. So like Deadpool had a really small budget, and so they didn't really care to give them so much on the on the way of notes and forcing massive changes and story changes and reworking the whole plot of the film and maybe even recasting characters. Um, and so they allow them their freedoms more so when they have smaller budgets and they have more creativity usually. And it requires though them having the ability to tell a good film still to be able to make it successful. But usually they hire pretty good filmmakers. They just hamper themselves with corporation aspects of production. Once you go north of like 150 mil, uh, million, you're you're basically making a movie by committee now. Whereas if you can keep it under 50 million, you still get auteurs making, or at least you know, a single or a, you know three or four people making a movie, and then you wind up seeing better. I do not think that is the case with Dark Tower. I think that the shoot was a mess, and the only saving grace is that it's because the budget was kept low. Uh, is that it doesn't have to actually do much box office to recoup. And they have not been promoting it very much. The no. like, marketing has been very, very low. So and also it's 87 minutes long. So that's a great sign. Is it really 87 yeah. minutes long? Well, um, I'm sorry, Andy, because I know how much you really looked forward for all these years for a Dark Tower <laughs> film, and now it's probably going to suck. It yep. could be amazing. It could be amazing. I like the casting. I think Matthew McConaughey is really good for... I mean, I, I, I know him as Randall Flagg. He's more or less the same character, so... Uh, but uh, I think he's good casting. He, he could be interesting in that role, but it doesn't look like the movie's going to be very good. And that, now why? J- just because it took so long to get the right directors, everything was fucked up, they dropped this person? Like no, that because the scene, critics or? are saying it's not. It's, it's just a boring, uh, you know, kind of oh, man. not interesting and not well-executed story. Uh, the story's a mess. Shit. Well, let me tell you something about me and movies. I get very nostalgic, and I have read this thing many, many, many times, so it could just be fine and dandy. Okay. I could, I could enjoy it. Well, <laughs> That's the other true. update we had, just to, to move on, would be uh, about the last episode being a little delayed. I think, Bauer, you touched on that already, right? You, do you have I did, yeah, just a little bit. I touched on my aspect of it, but there's an aspect of it you bring. My aspect of it was that I simply was not able to upload the episode because I did not have power or internet in my apartment because there was a fire on my street that burned down several buildings, but not mine. Nice. And, and knocked out the uh, the telephone poles and, and all kinds of things. And there was like Jesus. seven fire trucks down my street, um, one of which was connected to the uh, hydrant and spraying buildings, the other seven of which were there while firemen stood outside them. And talked. What? On, on our tax dollar. <laughs> was yeah. it just like the, it was like the fire was just too out of control and they were just more there to maintain other buildings and be watched and make sure? I think there is a surplus of fire trucks in the city of Los Angeles and they have to look like they're doing something. Yeah. Because it seemed like uh, one truck was doing all the work and the others were just there. But I got power now and we're able to, to, to broadcast again, so. Broadcast. Cool Boy Nation is up and running. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I survive. I'm a fire survivor. That I didn't even know about because I was asleep. Wow. That's crazy. You, wait, you never woke up at all to it? I woke up to see it in the morning, but, it, I mean, obviously the blaze was happening while I was, while I was asleep. Jeez. Not catching on fire. Thankfully. Do we know the cause? Uh, the cause was that uh, the area I am in is in the process of gentrification. And as a result, they keep uh, shutting down the, the, the shitty houses 
uh, and boarding them up. Uh, the, the issue with uh, houses in L.A. is that like once you shut them down, you have to demolish them immediately because if you don't, guess what happens? Uh, the uh, squatters move in, and uh, mm. then you have to go through all kinds of other processes to get them removed. It's a whole thing. So it was for like several months was was boarded up, and there was people living inside it, so they couldn't demolish it. And uh, then one night there was a fire. Now maybe the squatters started the fire with their crack bongs. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> this just got racist. No, no, crack bongs. I have no idea. No, I. The, it was mostly a, 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 a white people living in it originally. So I, I have no idea who was living in there. I just knew. Racist. I saw, I saw all kinds of uh, tents and sleeping bags uh, in and outside of the, the house. So clearly there was people living there, and then it caught on fire. And maybe the fire was started by the people living inside it. Maybe it was started by the people who owned it now and were trying to uh, get some development going, a jump started there. I don't know. Fires are mysterious. Sometimes they're caused by questionable outside forces that, that benefit those who have insurance policies. I don't I don't know idea what happened. Oh, all I know all I, are you, what are you are you, are you suggesting sabotage right now? <laughs> Maybe. I have no idea. I, I, I don't I don't know any of the facts. This is all speculation. All I know is whoever started the fire, I really wish that he hadn't uh, started a fire big enough to knock out the power lines because that was really annoying. Yeah, what dick. You guys have amazing movie memories. Who started the fire in Backdraft? What was the... It was Donald Sutherland's character. He was the he No, was the it was not. It was Scott Glenn. Oh, no, 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 the, the original. Wasn't it the original fire? Oh, no, no, okay, you're right, you're right. It was, Scott Glenn was the bad guy, because the villain yep. was was the, the fire department. That's why firefighters hate uh, backdraft. Uh, but no, it, he he was doing it to, he, he was sane and doing it to, like, benefit the fires. But the character who's, who steals the movie, because he just really, really loves fires, is Donald Sutherland's character. Shadow. Because Because he, he's on parole, and he he uh, he's about to like get, get out of prison, right? And he fucks it up just because he can't contain talking about how much he loves starting fires. Felk, are we going to talk about Shadow right now without Noli here? Uh, we'll, we'll put a pen in it. Come back to Shadow. No, just Noli. If you're listening to this, Shadow. Shadow. All right, cool. All right, awesome. Well, Felk, that's that that's that explains it. So there you go, Cool Nation. Sorry about that. You but you got your sugar tits. Yeah. It is, it is out, and you'll get a new episode, this episode, whenever we, re we release it. <laughs> what does sugar tits have to do with anything? That's the name of our Mel Gibson episode. Yeah, because Mel Gibson called, said, hey, uh, what do you think you're looking oh. at, sugar tits? <laughs> what a mess he was. Yeah, no, well, we, we, we go all into some of that. Okay, I'll be listening to that. Will the worst Pixar movie end up being the best Cool Boys show topic? Let's find out, because our show topic is Cars. Report preliminary findings. Not worried about her. We gotta keep him gay. Cool Boy Nation, pop your cocks and drop your tops. It might be interesting and important for you to know. It's time for our Cool Boy show topic. Hey, I like that. Spoilers. So cool. Uh, you want to, can we do top five? Yeah. And I don't know how you guys did your list, so I'm curious to find out. But you'll find out that my list is populated entirely with cars I have actually driven and am very familiar with. 
None of these Lamborghinis I've never sat in. My cars will all be actual cars I have unique personal experience and and uh, closeness to. And also, I'm only picking make and model. I will give a year that I, I find the best of each car, but in general, I'm just saying the actual car and all its history involved throughout its entire production. Well, I have some questions about this. Is this any car you could possibly ever want, or do we have rules around this? It's personal. Is whatever there... whatever, you, whatever top five cars means to you, you go and make your list how you want to. I'm... I'm I'm doing I'm doing my list based on what I can afford and knowing that eventually maybe in the next year or two I'd like to buy a car so I'm only going to do my list based on what I might buy in the next year or two. All right, well, that's interesting Andy and I guess my list is going to not be based off of cars I've driven necessarily or off of cars I can afford. Um I, my list is just going to be literally off of um just cars. <laughs> just just some cars list. in general. So to start off my number five is the Model S Tesla. I think it is by far the best golf cart ever made. Because cars run on gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Dollar. Uh, so, I mean, is, uh, is, uh, so I can go on further unless anybody has it higher. I do, I do. I very much have this higher. And well, then we'll just talk about it when you have it at your list. And I'm going to get railed by Felk, I'm sure, but I'm ready mm. for it. I'm ready for it. I could take it. You can take getting railed by Felk. Well, I think he only wants to rim you, probably. <laughs> Felk still owes me a rim. No, bring your ass to me, man. Your, your ass is fucking 300-something miles away. That's true. I am about 400 miles away. You're about 400 miles away? Oh, you know what? That That is outside of the range of a Tesla Model S. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, you'll have to stop and wait for six hours to charge up before you can drive the rest of the way. That's my number five. Meanwhile, I'll be filling up a car with gasoline and be back on the road in five minutes. Well, all right, Andy, what's your number five? Oh man, let's see. <laughs> I, uh, I I grew up on BMWs. Okay, and mm -hmm. I'm I'm no I'm no car guy. Mm -hmm. I'll say. An M5. Ooh. Does the M classification... I mean, I live in L.A., you know, and it, I, I see M's, all, uh, M5s and M3s all the time, and I just don't... You're not getting anything over the base 3 or 5 series, except yeah. for performance. There's no yeah. creature comfort. So, And you can't really open a car up if you live in a city. If you live in the middle of... If you live in, like, Houston, where I'm from... Performance makes some sense because you can actually drive. But if, like L.A. or San Francisco, performance is so hampered by the traffic that, uh, I mean, w w so what would you look at? A 5 Series? Just like a 540? Yeah, probably, probably a 5 Series. I mean, listen, I, I, I drive to work. I, I have my dog. I like, mm. I like 5 is four. enough. I like it because 5 isn't as big as the 7. Mm. It's not as small as the 3. It's perfect. Okay. I want four doors. I want four doors. Oh, really? Everything that's on my list will have four doors. I'm not a, a sportster type thing. So a five something, like a 535 or I, I I don't know what. And in terms of year, the newest. The newest. <laughs> Whatever's with the, with the newest. With the, with the fanciest, newest shit. Okay. Yep. That's, that's yeah, that's a, that's a solid car. I mean, it's definitely a sedan. It's definitely a, a family car, kind of. Everything is like that is going to be on my list. Maybe I'll yeah. do some throwbacks to, I, you know, no, I might change good. up. That's good. that. No, I'm don't I'm worry about it. Don't, don't uh, put pressure about changing know. your list. No, no, okay. no, no, no. Yeah, okay. don't, don't, your list should your be list true to you. Yeah, your list should be yeah. true to you. 
Oh, All right, fuck. Falk, what's your number five? Well, so spoilers for my list, but not going to be a lot of four doors on mine. Uh, <laughs> my number five is the Mazda RX-7. Seven. seven. Yeah, seven. You know what's special about the RX-7 that makes it different from pretty much every car you can buy for the last 50 years except the Mazda RX-8? It's got more engine. It's got less engine. It's got a oh. Wankel engine. It's got a rotary engine. Most cars have these things called pistons, usually four or six or eight or 12. But the RX-7 said, what about a spinning triangle? And that's what it has. That's what the rotary engine is. It is a fucking spinning triangle. It, it doesn't have uh, strokes. It's just constant. It's just like a constant force uh, fury. And it was... Uh, my dad's midlife crisis car, which makes it the first car I technically drove, uh, getting to steer it in, in a lap. I, 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 so I only technically drove one as a kid. Uh, I, I drove RX-8s, uh, test driving those quite a bit, though, um, which is, is similar. But, I mean, it, it's a very that, – that rotary is – have you seen the RX-7? Like, Google the 99 yeah. RX-7. Uh, if, you, if you're if you not familiar, uh, kids today, from the first Fast and the Furious, it is Dom's car from the Fast and the Furious, the original. Uh, mm. Although, most likely, he had – uh, a very common modification for RX-7s, which is where you put a, an LS engine uh, in it, which is, you know, the Chevy, uh, the Corvette engine, basically. can be dropped in there because the thing about Winkle engines is that they don't last, ver like, forever because, uh, you know, it is basically a, a, a spinning triangle that gets powered by the strokes, so the edges of the triangle start to wear off a little bit and then it starts losing horsepower and it just has a, has a very fast drop off at, at a certain point as opposed to like that gradual like two horsepower a year that most cars do. Uh, so they don't last too much and heat's a major issue. So most RX-7s you'll still see on the road probably have V6s or V8s dropped into them to keep, just to keep them running. So it's mostly just the body of the car as is. But I think it is... A beautiful car. It is the last car that had pop-up headlights still in production. Uh, mm. It looks like a civilized Dodge Viper if you tamed it and made it something beautiful. And the fact that it is truly unique uh, amongst all cars out there by be, by just being completely different. It is it is the the nineteen eighty four Macintosh. It is the Beta. It is the Laserdisc. It is the alternative. Uh, to two cars, but it still, of course, runs on gasoline, so it's not, it's still a car. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, talk more about Teslas a little bit later. It looks like kind of a tricked out Miata. I think you have a, a Mazda thing, yeah? Uh, yeah, so, oh, yeah, you don't know that about me. I'm, I'm, I'm like Mr. Miata. No, I, I do know that about you. In fact, I knew that we were going to talk about cars today, and I knew that about you, and I, in fact, how'd you know that? To a, uh, I don't know, some episode that I listened to. You oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Miatas. And so I asked a friend at dinner last weekend about me. I said, what do you think about Miatas? And he said, you know, I have a friend, because this guy is a car guy. I'm not a car guy. And he said, I have a friend. He's got two of them. One of them he races. They're amazing. I love them. And I Tractor. Said, oh, that's, not, that's not what I was expecting. Yeah, wait, wait, what'd you say? Because he said some stuff that I didn't remember. Track day, bro. Track day is what I said. Yes. There was some, I think he said track. 
Yeah. Something about racing. One of them he races. So. Wow, Felk, that is such a truly remarkable concept you have there of the uh, Mazda RX-7. And I can easily see why it's on your number five. Yes. <laughs> Moving on with my number four, Lamborghini Diablo. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Good call. Good call. I think, call. I think that's a good car. <laughs> Diablo specifically, huh? Yep. <laughs> Wait, do, do the doors open up? It's whatever they do, man. I'm just easy. No, you, you better hope they fucking open up. That's what you want. I know that's. What oh, yeah. Want. No, no. I'm pretty sure the doors open. Up. I'm, yeah. Whatever way they go. Up. They don't Diablo. <laughs> so would you like, what, the 2016 or the 2017? You know, they're all good. So many colors. Too, but you, you would definitely get one new, right? Like the new. Oh, like I don't even know. To be honest with that. Because they one. haven't been made since 2001. Yeah, that's why I'm <laughs> saying. It's just like 2001. It's too hard to pick. It's like your children. You know, you just have. You can't have a favorite. I love all the Diablos. Okay. Not the Murcielago. Yeah. That's the one from The Dark Knight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Garbage. Yeah. <laughs> so, Andy, what's your number four? So my number four, this is going to be a very embarrassing one. I only wrote down ones that I was thinking about buying, and it's only because I have a dog, and I like to go on, like, Subaru Outback. Oh, wait. Wait, are you seeing my screen? Nope. No. Is that what you're going to pick? Holy shit. Jesus, really? Subaru Outbacks your number four? It, wait, wait. It it absolutely is, but I don't even care about that anymore. How did you know that? I could just tell by what you're about to say. Fuck off. How did you know that? We well, didn't talk about this. Yes, it no, is we, a Subaru Outback. No, we did not talk about this. Okay, so I could just tell what you're about to Subaru say because I want that car for that reason. Wow. Yes. Yeah, go ahead, Felk. You talk now about isn't Subaru Outbacks. Outback the car that I may be wrong that had... It may have been a different Subaru. It may have been a, an SUV Subaru that had, like, the commercial where, like, the guy has a Subaru for, like, years and the dog gets older. It's any Subaru, but I think an Outback would qualify, yes. Yeah. Outbacks are sick. They are sick. They last forever. They have the hatchback. They're long. They're good cars. I think they're... Oh, and they're not cool. SUVs. They're, like, SAVs. Yes, I don't want an SUV. I want the small... Sport yeah, activity long. vehicle. Small, small and long. Yeah. That the only the only thing that a Subaru is different than an SUV really or an Outback is very different than an SUV as far as I'm concerned is that it's just not as high. You're a, yeah. you're you're like you're like at station wagon height, but it's not really a station wagon. It's a sport it's a sport activity vehicle. Yep, totally. I mean, it's a it's a hatchback by by technical standards. It's yeah. it's a utility based car. Uh, some cars are sold on the principle. No, it's activity based. It's not utility based. Utility would be like able to like actually like get over rocks and shit and like have a higher a little bit higher of a lift and have the ability to handle more weight. And the Outback is is more about throwing your bicycle in and your surfboard in and your dog in and go have a good day. Okay, While, that's, like, that's utility. That is how, th that's by, activity. By, that's activity. That's a different that's a different type of car. That's an SAV. Not an SUV. Yeah, I know the A does the A and SAV stand for activity? Yeah. So it's like it's like a, a Zuzu Rodeo is an activity. Like that's mm. that, that, that nothing that car is doing is utility. Utilities are like like Tahoe is utility because that car can do shit even though it's full of leather. You know, like yeah. a Suburban is utility. 
like uh, a, you know that like those are those are utilities. Like a Ford Explorer is utility, yeah. you know. But a Ford Escape is an is an SAV. I'm not seeing any Subaru marketing branding it as an SAV. No, they See, wouldn't because Subaru seeing, Subaru doesn't it brands itself. It's it's like it's not anything. You know what I mean? It's HBO. It's not. It's, a, it's, it's a hatchback. It, they branded yeah. it as a hatchback. It's a station wagon. It's a really nice. It station is a station wagon. wagon. Yes, it's it all. Is, it but is. but a station wagon implies just being on the road, whereas I think the Outback does have four wheel drive. It does. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. why it's 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 a it's really truly a lowered SUV, but it's really when you look at it in the end, it's truly just a, a really nice station wagon with with better like you know some like, off road capability. Yeah. Little bit. You, you Little camp? Bit. Do you do you, do you take things off road? You caravan, as the Brits say. Yes, I yes, and go I on holiday. To, I would, and I would yeah. love to do more of it. And I think the Subaru would enable that. Yes. My number four is the BMW 3 Series Coupe, and since I'm just doing make and model, that's my entry. Although specifically, my favorite of all time would be the 1999 328i Coupe, standard transmission, of course. What's coupe mean? Is it hard top? Is it convertible? I don't get two door. Coupe means two door. Yes, uh, two door. Uh, it can be four seat. Four. Usually, the the back seat's going to be really small and cramped and compromised. Most coupes have back seats for insurance purposes. But yeah, the coupe's the two door hard top. Hard I top. grew up. I grew up with my mom had a Mustang, and mm. so uh, I, oh my god, I lived in a world of the worst back seat ever. She did <laughs> not have a Mustang. Are you? Maybe don't real? talk about that car because mm-hmm. it's yeah. My mom had a Mustang it. and uh, a '90s Mustang, like those ugly Mustangs. A lot of my love of BMWs has diminished since I moved to Los Angeles, and and just kind of have seen too many, too many BMWs. Yeah. Uh, it, it's almost like it, it lacks this uniqueness. Where I came from, Houston, BMWs were, were rare. People bought Lexuses. They bought Toyotas brand new rather than buying used BMWs a few years back, which like I would see like, oh, you would much rather have a five-year-old BMW with 50,000 miles on it than a brand new Corolla of the same price. Um, what, 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 what color would you have for this 3 Series? What color? Uh, black. I would I, so yeah. Ninety nine was when I got my first car, and that was the car. That was when I got into cars. And uh, my favorite thing about it is the headlight shapes. But it is a, as fun to drive yeah. as a, uh, a hard top can be, basically. Wow, Felg, that's a lot of great insight on the three series BMW. I feel like I know that car better now, having talked to you about it. <laughs> well, moving on to my number three. Ferrari Testarossa. Oh, fuck off. No, <laughs> give me your real number three. What's your real number good, three? Good call. Good call. That That is my number three. Mm-hmm. The 1981, specifically? Love them all. Okay. All, every every uh, version of that make and model. Ballard, take it take it to movies. Is it like from The Rock? Is it from Ferris Bueller? The, no, name, it's not. Name? An, it's not in either one of those films. Well, I know. I, no, I don't not, know what it's a definitely Ferrari not. It's definitely not the Just, one from Ferris Bueller. Go you ahead. know, I can't think of a single film with Ferrari Testarossa's in. Oh, you do know Testarossa then? Uh, maybe Beverly Hills Cop. Is it in that? Nope. What? Uh, seriously, is there a film? I don't think yes, I've ever seen. Yes, there is film. a TV show that is heavily associated with. Uh, let me guess. Is it Miami Vice? 
Don't you dare retcon that so that you knew it. The oh, <laughs> I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky. Uh, somebody once said Magnum P.I., but it was not the car from Magnum P.I. Anyways, so Andy, what's your number three? But seriously, we're not going to talk. You, you have anything more to add? I mean, add? you. I mean, I, I. I. I think it's such a cool car. Hated by Enzo Ferrari, I believe. Immensely, was it really? It was the first because it, it was the car designed uh, and to, to cash on on the image that Ferrari had started to cultivate, where rich people were buying it to show, look how much fucking money I have, look how how fucking powerful and important I am. I can drive a Ferrari. I can afford to drive a Ferrari. Enzo Ferrari never wanted that. He 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 saw these he saw these as track cars. He saw these as performance cars. People would buy specifically to take on the track to race to have. To drive, and when he saw rich people starting to buy them and drive them in traffic and drive them around cities, he was like, "This is this is bad. This is the opposite of what I want." And the, and the Ferrari Testarossa, uh, which came out in eighty four to nineteen ninety six. Yeah, it, but it, come on, that car, the Testarossa looks sick with its sleek lines, and it's like fucking like the way it does that uh, the the door with the with the black lines. Oh my god! So put a four cylinder in it. Oh put a four god. put a four cylinder in it and let it serve its purpose because mm. its purpose was never performance. Mm, and you can look at the fucking just right at the fucking engine. It's beautiful. It's like it's it's that great fucking line <laughs> in, in Dawn of the Dead where um, this I can't remember. I never can remember any of the characters' names from Dawn of the Dead. So forgive me. I'm just gonna say the black SWAT guy because there's two SWAT guys. One's white, one black. The black SWAT That's guy expensive. is in the gun store. And, God, and, so and, and he holds up the um, he has that he has that one gun. This is in Dawn of the Dead, where like it's just like has like a super powerful scope on it, and it's like the best gun you can see. He's like, it's, it's it's you know it's the, the pity it's pitiful. The only person who could afford this is the rich dentist who'll never know how to use it. Uh, that's what the Ferrari Testarossa is. It's true. Mm, it's true. But it's a beautiful looking car. I love. I've always loved the design. Yep. It's great for having on your wall. Uh, a poster of it uh, on your wall in college and being like, man, that's that's why I'm studying finance. But I didn't do that. <laughs> I studied film. And had so you put on there a 19, what, like 61 California Ferrari or whatever it is? No, I had a picture of Britney Spears. Andy, number three. Uh, so the last one I did was a Subaru Outback. I like this hatchback situation. And again, my list is all about moving into what I can actually purchase and what I might be able to own. And this is going to be embarrassing, and I kind of want to give it up. I don't want Felk to make fun of me a lot. But it's okay. just in the last month, I've been looking at these hatchbacks that Lexus has that are hybrids hmm. because I've been looking at hybrids. I don't know what the model is. I have zero clue what it is, but it is a Lexus. It is a hybrid. It is a hatchback, and I like it in white. White, really? Why white? I don't know. It's really fucking hot right now in the Bay Area. So yeah, I but white's a bad white. color though for for a car. Why? I, I, I don't. I, I disagree. I, yeah, I, I had a white car. You have to wash it more. You have to be more careful with it. But when you do keep it clean, white cars can look quite beautiful. I love. A yeah, white but car. just go with a light gray, like a really light gray. Or, okay. Okay. Yeah, I can do it. Because then it hides the dirt better and the scratches in your dings or whatever. Okay, I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'll take a light gray Lexus hatchback hybrid. I don't know what the model is. Newest one. You're talking about the Lexus CT200H. Lexus. Okay, hold on. 
Lexus CT, what? what? It's not available yet. You can buy it if you're a Japanese in, in Japan, but it is coming to... Uh, <laughs> if you're Japanese might, in Japan. I might have some well, Japanese <laughs> I guess if you're just in Japan. I might have some Japanese blood. Yes, that one. That one that you're looking at. Yep, that's the one I want. Mm -hmm. Yes, please. Hmm. It's billed as a premium sport compact hatchback. Goddamn right. And I can't, I, I can't, I have to say, I don't know enough about this car to talk shit about it. So you're, you're all well, good. Well, you can talk shit about just it being a hybrid or a hatchback. Why do you have to talk shit about it? Why can't you actually like talk no, about he does. like, he has to, he has to. Yeah. And I'm not going to talk shit about hybrids at all, except for Priuses. Cause if anyone mentions a Prius, I'll talk shit about that. Oh, uh, fuck. Prius. But, but uh. No, a, a, I mean, they're supercar hybrids. Yeah, hybrid technology is fucking legit. My concern about fully electric cars is the bullshit six hours to charge, low range, uh, all, all that stuff. A hybrid, you don't have any of those problems. A hybrid, you always have, you pull over, you get gasoline, and you, 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 you run your car. So um, this car looks legit. I have I, I, Lexuses are cars that I have nothing ever bad to say about. Cool. I like I like hybrids in general too. I think it's smart to be a hybrid right now. Lexus well, is like the only company that I think has never fucking made a bad car. Yeah, they're all good. Those grills look dope. I, I I've warmed up to the grill. Are you familiar with the LFA? No. I'm look not. up the look up the Lexus LFA. So like that's it's like a, a quarter million dollar Lexus, but Lex it's a quarter million dollar car, right? I think that's how much it costs. But Lexus loses like 50 grand on every one they sell rather than every other car where, you know, what you buy a Lamborghini that's $220,000, <laughs> you buy a Lamborghini that's $220,000, Lamborghini makes it for 150. Lexus sells their fucking supercar for like way less than it actually costs them to make because they know it just is increasing their brand. And it's a fucking beautiful car. It's got a pretty sick ass spoiler if I'm going to get this orange one that I'm looking at. Yeah, it's looking pretty nice. But that car can outdo pretty much anything. Again, I'm the only reason I didn't pick supercars is because I feel like they would just dominate any top five list, and I wanted accessible cars. So I respect your uh, Lexus CT. Uh, Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm going to sleep better tonight knowing that I have your approval. All right. Well, Felk, what's your number three? <sighs> you guys remember a little film called Goldeneye? Yes. Oh, it's oh, not yeah. the Z3. My number three. Fittingly, oh my god! Wait. Is the BMW Z3 Road? No way! My mom had Fuck. a boyfriend that drove that car. Was he nice? That? I've actually been in that car. <laughs> I've driven that car many times. I almost got really, one. Is that really? Do you That's really a that horrible car? car. I feel like it's so gay. Does it have gills on the side? Is that the one with the gills? It has vents <laughs> that could be confused as gills. Yes, I uh, do confuse them as gills. The thing is ridiculous okay. looking. It so, looks like so it's a ripoff of the James Bond. It's just one of his. It's it's his, it's like the worst James Bond car. Really? The 740, <laughs> I think so. He drove a 740IL in the next one. That's a fucking rich dentist car. I know, but he loves it, and he does such a good job with it. And a sweet it, remote. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, 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 remote. the Z3 doesn't actually do anything in the movie, Felk, and he drives Felk, it once. Felk. The the one in uh, the the seven that he drives in Tomorrow Never Dies he lays across the back seat comfortably driving the car because that's how big the back seat is. He does. It's very nice. It's okay. very nice. Okay, it's it's a it's a very nice sedan. 
without any question. But the Z3, uh, nothing, they don't right. do anything with it. Well, all right, fucking... He drives it in Cuba for a second. Yeah, if you want, you can swap out the Z3 for the 750. We'll accept that. The car from tomorrow never dies is a 740 IL. Um, yeah. The car from tomorrow never dies is a 740 IL. Uh, so they're... they're yeah, all right, I'm not basing my love of the BMW Z3 based on, on GoldenEye. You goddamn... That's both, how you started it. You you know what exactly what car is going to be my number one. There's not going to be any fucking surprises when I say what my number one oh, car so is. Oh, so you're just... You're just slowly teasing me. Body I'm slowly shaking. teasing you into. There is one. If if the best car of all time is what my number one is going to be, my number three is the closest thing to yes. achieving what my number one did, which is creating an affordable two seat roadster that is fun to drive in a city. If you could only get up to 45 miles an hour, because that's what the reality is of traffic are, but you get to take turns a little tight and you get to take little curvy roads a little tight, then the seven, uh, then the BMW Z3 Roadster, I almost said 740 IL, the Z3 Roadster is <laughs> as fun of car as you can possibly drive in an urban environment. And I am specifically, I'll go ahead and specifically say the 99 uh, 3.0i. Uh, because that's uh, the biggest engine, but you don't really need a big engine. It has an inline six. Um, it has you know, obviously a much bigger car than whatever my number one will be. Um, it, it, it's, it's you know a slightly beefed up thing, it, but it, it was BMW trying to to say just people who just <laughs> want a little more prestige and a little more size. Uh, from from the people who wanted me out, which of course people who loved like the MGs and the Alfa Romeo Spiders and the 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 two seats that the Italians had gotten to enjoy for so fucking long, and Americans had gotten to enjoy with all these massive headaches of having to find a dealer a dealership or you know a garage that could actually service these weird little Italian two seat cars gave it the reliability of of BMWs which is still pretty fucking good and, and it was uh, I think it's the best looking car of all time you know BMW fucked up like four years later and they made the car that everyone thought that, that like expected BMW to make they made the Z8 that's the car from the world is not enough, which also does nothing. It gets chopped in half by that weird tree yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, it fires two rockets or whatever. That was like a $120,000 car. And it was all about performance and all about like absurd specs and had like eight cup holders and, and weird shit that didn't make sense for a, a two seater. And, and that's what you would expect. And it failed. It was on the market Did for like a year really and a half. Eight cup holders? Yeah. Uh, or or it, had, it had an absurd <laughs> amount of cup holders. Uh, but that car, that car failed because whereas the Z3 lived on, and then they made the Z4, which which cost a good ten grand more and and was a little bit bigger. And it, it, it's I think the Z4 is a fine car, but it's not what the Z3 was. And people who call it a hairdresser's car uh, because they they think it's it, it's all oh, only a gay person would dress as a car. Well, you're you know what? In 2017, that's a homophobic statement. BMW oh. Z3 Roadster is my number three. And, you know, all the honorable mentions, the Toyota MR2 Spider, no, thank you. America, put, we, put, we put our engines in the front. We put our trunks in the back. Uh, the S2000, uh, that's a lot of wasted potential. Really could have been a really a really fast car. Misses the point of what people are looking for in a two seat roadster. They're looking for fun. They're looking for slow car fast. They're not looking for actual fast. If you get a turbocharger, if you get a bunch of other shit and and drop another five k into your car, um, 
the S2000 is is not what I'm looking for. The Z3 Roadster is the closest car to perfection, minus my number one. I can't wow. wait to talk about your number one. I cannot wait to talk about your number one. Whose number two is next? Uh, my number two is next. Okay, so um, my number two is actually a two-way tie hmm. between the Homer oh, come and the Canyonero. <laughs> Canyonero. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I feel, like, I feel like maybe some people didn't respect <laughs> the list or the topic of the show. <laughs> no, I'm just yep. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's not my. That's not my number two. It's not a two-way tie between Canyonero and the Homer. I, I do real fast though. I do want to say the Canyonero episode is like that's like one of the last good, really great episodes of The Simpsons. Mm. Yeah, and it's mainly good if you rewatch it because of the way it ends strong with Where the Canyonero commercial. It, the Canyonero drives through that American flag and sets it on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Canyonero. Yeah. No, okay. So my real number two is. Porsche 911. Which one? I love them all, man. They're all so nice and so yeah. sick. So sleek. They look like little frogs. Okay. And I like um more when they're turbo. When they got the, uh, especially like what was it, like the 95, I think, where they had the uh, the wider rear wheels. Fucking love that shit. Where it really looks like a frog because it kind of looks like the frog's hind legs. I don't know why I like the Turbo 911, but it's so sick. Was there a 911? Okay. You know what I love also about the 911 is that Michael Bay used it in Bad Boys because it was his car. <laughs> why did I hyphenate 911 when I. Because <laughs> you want the government to pay attention to you in your <laughs> Google searches. The weird thing is, is when you accidentally hyphenate 911 and you search for turbo, it thinks you meant 911 tours. And I'm just like, <laughs> who would want to go on a 911 tour? <laughs> You're really loving that, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I don't have, I don't, I really can't talk shit about 911, uh, nor can I really compliment it. I always thought it was weird that it's air cooled. Well, I actually have a question about Porsches for you, Felk. Mm -hmm. What do you think? What's, what's the gayest Porsche? Is it the Boxster? No, it was the baby Porsche. Um, Oh, the 914? Yeah, 914. Okay. That's the that's the gayest Porsche? Is that what you're saying? Probably. It was definitely just, the, it was like the cheap Porsche. Like the, the, the yeah, It's a Porsche, it's kind of a Porsche. It's not really a Porsche Porsche. What do you think about the Boxster? Mm, no, I, 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 I would rank it after, obviously, the Z3 and after the S2000. Yes. Hmm. And, and yeah. yes, I understand. I, I would probably put a Boxster before a Z3. <laughs> really? Yeah, I think I probably would, actually. Like those frunks? <clears throat> like those what? Frunks. Frunks. Oh, fr uh, yeah, fr uh, front trunks, yeah. I don't mind the Boxster, them. The Boxster aggravates me. I don't know what it is about it, but I hate it. Every yeah. time I see it, I hate it. Boxster's low. I would say, like, Z3 is the best, followed by the S2000. Eh, maybe the S2000. Either the S2000 or... Um, uh, fuck, I just was about to say it. Well, I can't. I cannot ever drive a Z3 because I cannot drive or want to drive or own a car that man who fucking <laughs> drove. So I have to go boxer. That's a very specific reason. Don't, 
Don't go boxster. Nope. I have to go boxer for that reason alone. All right, cool. And then, uh, so I guess that's it about, you know, Porsche. So, Andy, what's up? What's your number two? Is it my number two? Number two. Yeah. It's an Audi, and I need help because I can't figure out which one it is. Audi There's, TT. It, it's certainly not a hatchback. I love Audis very much. I the back it's all about the back there's a back that swoops out and there's a back that's rounded that's the Audi TT I like the round no no no. I don't want a small little car like you like I'm not into the small car I want four doors it's an A6 or A4 or some shit there's no A6 it's either the A4 or or, uh, the A7 I don't want one that swoop it kind of has a spoilery type like swoop in the back I don't like that I don't like the back that likes that has the swoop I like a rounded ass. The sedan in two, for the 94 to 2001 had, had the swoop that I think you're referring to. The modern ones like are, are, are kind of curved. It's just kind of rounded. All, all, all the modern Audis kind of take inspiration from the TT in their oh. styling. Well, that sucks. What's, what's a, what's not a really. I think the TT is a pretty cool car. Nah, I'm, not, I'm not into the Audi. What's a, what's a good Audi? Yeah, you know what? I take the TT over a Boxster and Z3. Well, sure, I would do that as well. I just don't like the, the way that is dumb as fuck. I just don't like the fact that the 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 TTs like looks the same from the front and the back. It looks like it's 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 coming and going at the same time. But I think the TT is a good car. I think it's dumb that it's named for a motorcycle race. But uh, it, the TT is okay. Uh, it looks way better as a convertible than it does as a coupe. Because it's a coupe, it's just like, it, it's unidirectional. Oh, and I should say about the Z3, when I say the fucking Z3, I am referring to a standard, because the automatic sucked. Uh, the automatic is, like, famously, like, has, like, a, the worst gearbox ever, uh, where, like, you could, you could, I mean, as I believe James May said, you could, you could fit another gearbox in the gearbox. Um, and, uh, it, it, and the coupe is the one of the ugliest cars ever made. It looks like a shoe. Z3 I coupe. I hate the Z3. The coupe? I'm sorry. I'm looking at all the Z3s. Those the Z3 coupe, coupe looks horrible. They bother me so much. I think the, the, the Z3 convertible is beautiful. Another shitty thing about the Z3 is the fact that it had a plastic back. It was kind of weird. They still had plastic in an upscale car, but whatever. Well, anyways, Andy, so what, what was Andy's? He liked the S4, S8? Some Audi. Uh, a, a, A4? I don't know. I believe, it's, I believe it's the A4 you're talking about. Yeah, I think it is. Too. I like A4s. I like A4s. They're nice looking it's car. Basically I like the, the S8. Yeah. It's basically a three series. Um, it's very similar. I, I I I grew up with the uh, Buick Park Avenue, and so for me, like I love big cars, and so like the S8 to me is just like huge. The seven series BMWs are huge, but I love them. I don't think there's. I don't think there is an S8. Oh, yeah, there oh, is yeah. an S8. It's, it's, there's it's an S8. 20, 2017. Yeah. Uh, it dates, it dates wow. further back than 2017, by the way. It, well, the are old. Was 115,000. Wow, that is. A, it's a nice a car. Guy. It's a well, beautiful yeah, yeah, car. Yeah, no, it, it, it's definitely. I would honestly, I would, I, I, I like the seven series a lot. But if I were to ever go with a, a luxury sedan like that, I would go with the S8 because I just feel, I don't know, I just like how you don't see Audis as much, and I like Audi a lot. All right, well, um, that's great number two, Andy. And then uh, I've been growing. Uh, I, I got a lot of insight from your Audi um, um, option, the random potential Audi that you saw at one point you liked that wasn't the other one that had the um, swooped back. So uh-huh. that was great. Yes. Good. So I'm moving glad. on, let's get to Felk's number two. My number two is probably going to be the next car I purchase. 
It is America. Chevrolet. No. <laughs> then it's the not American. American car. The Ford, Ford. Mustang. Yeah. And uh, oh. people talk you know, shit about Mustang. The Mustang was designed for women. No, it was not designed for women. That's a misnomer. It was designed for women. Okay, the SN95 was designed to be more accommodating to women because women The original were Mustang was designed for women. No, not the first Mustang was not designed the for women. The first Mustang was designed for women. It was a woman's car. It was the answer to the Camaro. It was the answer to the Pontiac. It was the answer to all these other things. It was the woman's version of that car. That's why they put the gas tank behind the rear seat, because they didn't give a fuck about women, and they didn't care if the fucking car exploded on impact from the rear end collision. They were trying to kill women. And that's what happened. So a lot of rear end collisions would happen, and the whole back seat, babies included in their seats... Or back actually back then, babies would usually just be lying across the back seat with a seatbelt on them, and they would just catch on fire, and the whole fucking car would burn because it was a poor fucking design because they didn't care because it was designed for women. The Mustang was it built was built originally for women. Well, are you saying that it was originally built to kill women or no, for women? No, they just didn't care about women, so they put a faulty design in it. It was originally built to kill women is what you're saying. No, I'm saying it was built for women. And <laughs> Ford, they had a Ford was trying to kill off all the women, women with their Ford, with well, their Mustang. Fun fact from this episode, Ballard thinks that something being for women makes it inferior. No, my mom drove the car. I just hate the car. You hate Mustangs, huh? No, I don't hate all Mustangs, but there are lots of Mustangs I don't like. Mustangs, oh, yes. I never said Mustangs were the most masculine car, because we're going to get to my number one pretty soon. <laughs> Masculinity is not the key here. The key thing about uh, the Mustang that I love is the Americana of it, that you would feel like you were driving a car that was created. What, and is what era of Mustang? America. You don't even have to yeah, give me yeah. an actual yeah, brand. I, like the 80, the 70, 60, okay. like the 90, you I'll like just, the off. If I, you want me to rank all generations? No, you don't have to no. rank them, but, but which one do you like? Well, before you start, because I'm pretty sure, Felk, you said it's the next car that I will buy. So yes. what is the next car that I'm, you will buy? I'm, I'm probably going to buy the, the new the, one. Yeah, the, 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 the sixth yeah. gen. Uh, the earliest sixth gen, which is 2015 or maybe a 2016. Those are great looking I, cars, honestly. I have one. Well, I have the new one ones look very. You have a Mustang? No, no, no. I have one question about oh. the Mustang oh. that you're going to buy. Uh, when you put your left blinker on, does it go doot, doot, doot? You know, like when it kind of like fades in? The sequential Mustang started with the SNs, uh, so the SN95. So yeah, it, it would. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying a classic Mustang. Um, I mean, my favorite, the best Mustang would be the 69 Shelby GT 500 KR. That's the best Mustang they've ever made. Is that Eleanor? Is that Eleanor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that yeah, is yeah, Eleanor. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's Eleanor. It's Eleanor. That's Eleanor, that's Eleanor. yeah. It's not a 69, Eleanor, yeah. I don't think, but, um, the worst, the worst Mustang ever uh, of all time would have been like the 76 Mustang. The 74 to 78 era, the second gen was the, the, the year the Mustang fucked up. And because it was because of the gas crisis, so nobody thought that anybody would want like the big ass five liter V8. So they gave it like an anemic V8, and and they built built it on a pinto base, and they had that weird like like fifteen degree slope on the back, and it was it was it was cheaply made. It didn't have any kind of performance, and it was pretty much everyone who cares about Mustangs regards the second gen as, as the, as the worst. Mm. And so technically the fourth gen refers both to the SN95, I believe, and, and that weird angular one 
that that looked like an SN95, but also with like really sharp. That was when like Ford letting the people who designed the Ford Focus fucking design or no the new the new Ford uh, Taurus design everything and, and it kind of fucked it up. And then they came back in 2005 and had the Mustang that looked with the fifth gen that looks like that looked like the first generation of Mustang and and was like this classic car and that one's beautiful. But then now the sixth gen, which we're currently in, is the one that looks it was designed by the same guy who designed the DBS, the Aston Martin DBS that's in um, Casino Royale. And it looks fucking like an kind of like an Aston Martin, but still with the Mustang trade. And that's the one I want. That's the one I, 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 I feel yeah. like is the closest I'll ever get to driving around in an Aston Martin, but still driving in an American made car because that does have value to me. Cool. Yeah. Despite the fact that I have exclusively German and Japanese cars on my list, except for the Mustang. Yeah, well, you got some American in there. That's good on you. Um, all right, so I guess, are we moving into number one? Sure. All right, cue the music. T minus, cool boys, and counting. Three, two, one. Number one. Number one. Okay, well, let's get into my number one. My number one is 1978 Volvo 242 <laughs> DL. <laughs> Diesel? Nope. DL was just the uh, something on it. I don't know. Say it again? It mainly meant that it was two-door, I think. But that's what the two was. So the two-four was a series, and then... The two on the other end meant two-door, and it was a two-door, and it was my first car. And it was a great car, and I paid for it with my very first job ever in junior year of high school. Uh, my, very first, my very first job of a job that actually ended up being my career, um, which is something that not many people can say they did in ju their junior year of high school, is that they started their career, and I did. I officially started my career junior year of high school, and I bought my first car with my first job. And uh, it, it was an incredible car. And what is the car again? The f it was a 242. It was a 1978 Volvo 242 DL. And it had a huge trunk, which, of course, I smuggled a bunch of my friends in all the time, Andy included. And I had um, a lot of fun in it. We had a lot of races in it. And we would uh, pretty much play games where we would try to race from one person's house to the next person's house. And it wouldn't be like a one or two car race. This would be like a four or five car race. Good and times. It was. It was good times. And we would then get to that house and we would have to then continue the race up the hill to another person's house and then continue that race. And these aren't races that were a matter of feet. These were races that were matters of miles. And they were fun, and we no one ever got in trouble or hurt. What what uh, was a coupe? Not not a sedan. Four, two doors. You yep, it was a two door coupe. Correct. What, what color was it? It was burgundy. Wow. It was like red it. as fuck. It was very very red. I think I'm looking at it right now. Uh, uh, it's it, it, I, I I like it. I love it. It's my very, it's my first car. I'm so happy to have it, and it was kept, kept me safe. And I got into a really bad car accident with it, uh, trying to avoid a skunk, and um, ended up uh, not totaling it, but totaled another car, and then ended up in someone's backyard, uh, almost going in the pool. And we just put another fender on it, and the baby was good to go. And I loved her. She's my favorite car ever. 
Was it a 78? I'm looking at this thing. 78, because by the time I had bought her, she was technically a classic. And a car becomes a classic when it hits 20 years old. Mm. Looking at this. That's it. That's it? That's it. Fucking, those doors were so heavy. Yeah, the whole car. The whole car was a beast. And that car handled 17. Highway 17 is a notoriously dangerous highway in uh, California between Santa Cruz and San, um, Santa, uh, San Jose. I was going to say Santa Clara, I guess. And Santa Clara. And um, it's in, in notoriously dangerous because it's banked wrong. And so the, you're constantly being pulled the wrong direction while you're making turns. That car weighed so fucking much because that was a real true Volvo one-ton car that it just hugged those turns that it should not have been hugging. I like it. I, I have to say, I think it, it's it, that is a uh, it, it's cool. I, I don't know what else to say, but are you familiar with the 67 uh, P1800? No. Look up the Volvo uh, P1800 or P1800. I believe it's P1800. Oh yeah, yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, so like that that what you what you showed me is just kind of like the, the the ten years later version of that, I think, because they discontinued that uh, in the seventies. Pretty much, except they went and did the ugly thing that they always do in the seventies. Well, it's a Volvo, you know. I mean, yeah, it, yeah. it's gonna it's gonna seventies it up, but like that's the that's the Roger Moore car. So, uh, is it really? Oh man, see, I was attracted to Moore even back then without even knowing it. That's really, the, that's like the signature car that he drove as the Saint. Or maybe I did. Oh, as a saint. Yeah. And then and then there was the Val Kilmer movie of the saint where he drove like them trying to make a cool coupe again called the C70, which is just wow. a fucking the most boring coupe I've ever seen. Um. So yeah, that's my number one. All right, moving on. Andy, what's your number one? Hmm. My my number one. I'm scared about, but it's gonna be the next car I buy, I'm sure. And it is a Tesla. And I know Felk. You're gonna rail it. Oh shit! My number you. five is your number one. <laughs> yeah, it is. Wow, and it was I'm, really higher I'm, up on your list, wasn't it? I'm only going. Yes, very much higher. At the top, in fact. Uh, based on me buying this car, I don't know if it's gonna be. It'll probably be the model what three? Is that the next one they're coming out with? The cheaper version that's fully electric. I'm very scared about an electric car, though. I feel like gas is a whole hell of a lot better. I don't think they have an infrastructure. Nope. Down. At all. No, not, not at all. nearly enough to make it work. And what happens if I run out of the juice? Is there a like portable battery thing I can carry around with me that'll give me an extra hour? I have no idea. Maybe someday there will be, but like like a gas can, but I mean not now, so therefore yeah. what are you gonna do? Yeah, well it's still number one because that's gonna be the next car I buy. Seriously, what do you do on the five? And you have to stop halfway between like, you know, LA and San Fran. You get towed. You, you get, get towed. towed the remaining drive? It's you, actually no, you hilarious. get towed to the nearest uh, charging station. Yeah, but then here, you, here, but then how here in Silicon you? Valley, you, you see it all the time. You're driving up the 101 here in the Bay Area, and you see a Tesla on the back of a tow truck. Yep. That's now, these people time. have either, like, great AAA, which I do, or okay. they have a lot of money to spend. Or they're idiots, and they forget to charge... 
their car or I feel like those idiots are also probably incredibly brilliant in other areas like engineering like software yeah. engineering they give you a lot of warnings uh, and a lot of information on how much battery your car has left the problem is the problem is, is that it's always lacking of what you want to do it's never quite enough as you need to go you didn't charge it long enough so people think I'll push it I'll push I'll uh, I can make it and they fail and they end up on the side of the road and they end up getting towed. And that's the problem with, I have it's with every electric car is that the technology isn't quite there yet. It's close. It's getting there. Uh, I drive 20 minutes to and from work every single day. That's, that's it. what a Tesla's for. Yep, that's all I do. That's and, all and I if, do. It'd be wonderful. If that's all you ever think you will do, a Tesla as a daily driver makes sense. If you ever think, oh, I might go to Vegas this weekend. Yeah, you're not going to Vegas in a Tesla. Okay, wait, wait. On to that point, Phil. There's a very good. There's a there's a way that some people live on that way. So, to, to, to battle that, you just rent. You just go. Oh, I'm going to Vegas. I'll go rent the car I need to go to Vegas. And like, that's just what you do. You don't don't do your Tesla. You rent. I think like car. that's just saying like, well, my wife's not good in bed. I'll get a prostitute here and there. Oh, like, shit. you buy a car. It's your car, and you should be able. It should fulfill your transportation needs. <laughs> <laughs> that is a loud fart to get from there to there. Um, all right, well, Andy. Andy, that's a great number one. Thank you. Appreciate that. I thought so. Tesla model you pick. Yep. Um, I think I think so. I think people who buy Teslas have a lot of faith. Well, let's move on. Your number one, Felk. Well, I'm sure the suspense is just fucking killing you about what my number one could possibly be. I think be. if you are a fan of Cool Boy Nation, you've probably seen this one coming all episode. If you're not, you actually probably don't know what the fuck Phil's about to say. The best car ever made. My first car. My second car. And potentially my fourth and fifth or fifth car. Wow. The Mazda MX-5. Known in the United States of America as the Miata. German for gift. Oh, really? Yes. A two-seat convertible roadster, and I want to stress that again, convertible, soft top. Now, this hard top bullshit. Um, two seats is all you need. If you think, oh, I need a back seat because I have a baby. Simple solution. Don't, ha don't have a baby. So you can enjoy <laughs> a Miata. Um, it is the first car I drove uh, and immediately loved it. Well, not the first car I drove, first car I owned. Um, and, and, and it was a pass down from uh, a, a family car uh, that I wanted more than anything. And I had to fight tooth and nail for a year to convince a concerned parent that it was not, in fact, an unsafe death trap. The MX-5, that was the that was the car that you had, not some other Miata? I had, the, the MX-5 is all Miatas. That's just what it's called in everywhere else in the world. It's just called the Miata in, in North America. Oh, because I just typed in MX-5 and it looks much cooler than I had Miata in my head. I had Miata as kind of a gay ass. You're looking at a Miata if you're looking at an MX-5. The MX-5 just means Miata. Uh, what's, what, which, what does it look like? Is it all fucking sharp and angular, kind of look like a Z4? That's probably the ND. That's probably the fourth gen you're looking at. Yeah, it is. The grill looks dope. Yeah. You're looking at the current Miata. 
The one that came out in 2016, and I almost went out and just bought it, even though it didn't make any fucking sense. Um, I think that the new one, it does take design cues from the BMW Z4. It's more angular. It's got angry headlights. It's got those like little sharp headlights. Yeah. It doesn't have gills, though. Thank God it got rid of those gills. Those it never gills had gills. That's the Z3. fucking stupid. Yeah, I know. Z3 is dumb as hell because of the gills. Yeah, okay. Well, no, the Miata never had gills. <laughs> Um, so there's been four generations of Miatas. The first one had the pop-up headlights. If you see one that has pop-up headlights, that's the first one I owned. I owned it for a year, and unfortunately was a lemon that was bought very cheap to replace. I've had basically three Miatas in my life. Two, two NAs, two first gens, and then I, one got totaled, and I barely got to, I, I learned to drive on it, but then I got a, another one. Uh, it ended up being like a lemon that was had like severe water damage, not the car's fault, and I got a, worked uh, summers and, and managed to get a NB, uh, the second generation, which is my favorite. So my favorite Miata is, of course, the 2001 NB. Uh, second gen. Um, look up Miata NB. That's the one you're probably the most familiar with when you see Miatas. Then there was the third gen, which kind of takes design cues from the Mazda RX-8 and had these weird, like, rims around the the uh, tires. And, and uh, the NC was the one they tried to sell up market to try and compete oh, yeah. with the Z4. That's the one I think that Nolan drove. Um it's, he it's the heaviest Miata. It has almost the least body roll. It's the one where they put a retractable hard top in it. Most it angular, right? Yeah, and and retractable hardtop means the thing weighed so much that it it took out like the the fun to drive aspect of it. The mm -hmm. essence of the Miata is what's called slow car fast. It has nothing to do with the action, meaning how fast you feel like you're going in a car has nothing to do with the actual speed of the car. You could be driving 110 miles an hour, uh, you know, on the on the I-15 uh, or whatever, and if you're in a sedan. Doesn't feel like you're going very fast. It just, you know, it feels like you're just keep cruising. But you could be going 20 miles an hour in a fucking go kart, and you feel like, holy shit, everything's flying around me. Because it's it's about G's. It's about G's you are experiencing, and that's the idea of what the Miata is. Uh, when you you can, how fast you can take a turn, how fast you can take a swerve, how much body roll, how much you're you're actually feeling the roll of the car. All these things culminate in, in you feeling connected to the vehicle and feeling like you were actually you're you're experiencing driving as a to your experiencing speed. Speed is anemic. Speed is a technicality. Speed is, is a spec. But fun is an unquantifiable uh, detail of driving a car that can only be uh, figured out by what your the synapses in your brain are actually experiencing. Am I enjoying what I'm driving? Which is like, I'm sure the fucking scientists in Japan hooked up fucking MRIs to people to figure out how to make the most fun car possible. The Miata is based on uh, you know, the 60s uh, car from The Graduate, which is, I think, Alfa Romeo. I don't even remember. I think, yeah. Really, un really unreliable-ass uh, two-seat uh, roadsters. But it made that with the reliability that you would expect from a Mazda. The reliability you would expect from, like, a Camry from Toyota. Japanese machine-made reliability. And as a result, they created a two-seat roadster that could be afforded by uh, a person who could really buy one car, and that was their daily. And, and that was the thing, is that it was reliable enough to be your daily. I fucking know for sure, because I fucking drove one for 13 fucking years, and you know, the, the, that, that brand new NB that I bought, the second gym, was um, 
the most reliable vehicle I've ever owned. It was always there for me. Um, it was a car that was reliable and always there, but also was was fun at every single turn, um, every single shift. It's the best shift I've ever, it's the best uh, six shift I've ever driven because it's just, it, you know exactly, you feel like you're in control of every facet of the car when you're driving. I disagree. I mean, you, Ballard, you experience, you, you've driven with me in the Miata. I mean, mm-hmm. you, 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 you probably thought it was cramped and uncomfortable and nothing yeah, special. Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little tall. Yeah. But, uh, no, I mean, yeah, I guess it's slow car fast is a, is a, is a good way to refer to it. Um, I've never been happier than when I had that car. Yeah. Well, you loved that car. It, I, you were, that you were car- fucking, you were the king of Burbank in that car. That car is tied to me on a personal level more than any woman ever has been. (laughs) Or will be. Your voice. (laughs) I have loved many women, but not as much as I've ever loved that car. I feel like I'm going to tear up talking about that car. I love it so much and I miss it and it's dead now. You know, quite frankly, you've changed my mind a little bit about it. I was ready to talk about, you know, how I grew up thinking it was very gay, mm-hmm. but you've you've changed my thinking on it. I haven't driven many cars. There are very few cars that I've ever driven in my life. I think the only one that's ever been small and stick shift was a Mini, and I'm curious to Minis hear are fun. I, actually, I kind of like Minis. Okay, good. Because that's the only one that I've ever driven. And when you started talking about this whole slow, fast situation, I recently yeah. did the whole go-kart experience. Minis are a good was... example of slow car fast. Yeah, okay, good. Because I did go-karts, but you're only going 30, maybe max, but you feel like you're going a million miles an hour. And I wonder, I've, you know, I've railed on Miatas all my life, and I am looking at, what was the year that you said? See, like uh, two, 2001. 2001, I, I thought, yeah, Miata. I thought silver, they were the gayest silver. cars of all time because they were go-karts, but maybe I was very, very wrong, and because they're go-karts, they're the most fun. Think actually. about that. You were basically yeah. feels like you're driving a go-kart I'm every telling day. you, you just made me think about that, and, you know, I had many things to talk about because... No, Andy, no, Andy, think about that. I have, just now, <laughs> in the last couple of minutes. Think about that. Maybe, maybe I'll change my tune on Miatas, because, again, I thought they were very, very gay, but... Now I kind of no, I, I Andy. Try. That's very kind of you to humor Felk like this, but come on, you're not gonna like stop feeling that they're quote unquote very very gay. Should I try and compare them to a Rav Four? You should try to compare them. If that, I'm sure that would hurt Felk's feelings. <laughs> on, on, on on a gay scale, although yeah. I guess Rav Four is more for lesbians. Like Rav Four, yeah, no, Rav, Rav Four is a, is a girl's car, not a gay man's car. Miata is a gay man's car. Yeah, okay, so Miata's a gay man's car and a RAV4 is a gay woman's car. Felk, haven't you stated in other in, in, in another podcast that the Miata actually got you more pussy because women were disarmed yeah, no, by I the Miata? I, I, yeah, exactly. I didn't I, I didn't I didn't wanna reiterate that. First of all, RAV4 is just a, a girl's car. I think it's just like a sorority girl's car. I would not call it a gay girl's car. It's not a lesbian car. A lesbian would drive <laughs> well, probably a Subaru Outback. Subaru That's Outback. I was gonna yeah, say. Subaru <laughs> Outback, yeah, totally. No, an Impreza, okay? Outbacks are totally manly. An Impreza, maybe, yeah, sure. Or a Hyundai Sonata. No, no, Santa Fe, Santa Fe, what it's called, Santa Fe. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, the, the whole thing is the Miata is, I've had so many girls, or women, see it and go, it's cute. 
Oh my god. It doesn't fucking... It doesn't say like, oh yeah, like, I mean, like, a fucking Corvette is like, I might put something in your drink. A Miata is like, hi, I like to cuddle. I'm safe. All right, so guys, that was a great top five in an insightful list on cars. And I really think I am smarter having heard you guys <laughs> tell me all that you could tell me about all those cars. Oh, good. Good. So, moving on. Now, it is time to get to some real body work. All systems ready. Three, two, one. I shall not walking with this girl. Oh. Talking bodies. Yeah. Talking bodies. <laughs> oh, yeah. As always, Talking Bodies has us discussing the wonderful world of mega hotties and super babes. And Cool Boy Nation, to enhance your body experience, strap on that hard drive and whip out that keyboard, and let's go Googling for some sweet bodies and dongs. And we're just going to bypass the mega hotties and super babes this week and just dive right on into our top three. And this week's top three, Felk, is... Auto bodies? Why do you say it like a question every time? Because I'm, I'm making sure that I'm saying the right part of the thing. Auto bodies. Yes. There we go. Auto bodies. And this is just mainly just chicks that were in uh, hot babes that were in movies with cars that were prevalent. Yeah. Um, so things like Angelina Jolie, Gone 60 Seconds, Ava Mendez, Too Fast, Too Furious, Megan Fox, Transformers, uh, Amber Heard from Drive Angry, and Jessica Tandy from, <laughs> Jessica Tandy Jessica from Tandy Driving Miss Daisy. So... Uh, you guys got a top three. I think the top three is pretty easy on this one. I think Amber Heard is obviously number one. Then I think what Ava is Mendez. From? Drive is Angry. Two. Drive Angry. Yeah, I think it was uh, Amber Heard, uh, Ava Mendez. Then um, I think it's kind of a toss up between Megan Fox or Angelina Jolie. It's kind of who do you want there? Do you want young version or old version? What is Ava uh, Ava Mendez in? Uh, too Fast, Too Furious. Amber Heard was in movies. Drive Angry. Yeah. <laughs> What's Drive Angry? I have it's no idea. It's a Nick what Cage movie, um, but she's incredibly hot and sexy in it. And possibly incredibly hot. It's one of her big uh, standout roles that kind of made her more well known. I think. Um, nope, don't think so. Don't think she's well known for any of that. Well, no, I'm, 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 I'm a, I'm a normal, that. I'm a normal human over here, and she's. How do you know Amber Heard? Having an uh, iPhone thrown into her face from Johnny Depp. Yeah. Oh no. Only being what, whatever girlfriend or married to Johnny Depp. That's all. So she was a lesbian first. And then she was Prior to that, Depp. if you knew of, if you've known of Amber Heard, it would have been through Drive Angry or through um, the Rum Diaries, which she starred with Johnny Depp. Well, see, I'm I'm an we, average. We don't we don't American. have to like sit around and figure this out by d just questioning who Amber Heard is and her CV. We could just get through this a little faster by just figuring out a top. Three. Yeah. So the the, the best <laughs> image of a girl with a car. I mean. It's a seventy something Camaro uh, that, that that Bumblebee is, but the, kudos to Michael Bay because that photo of Megan, of Fox. Megan Fox popping up the hood, her fucking body just glistening. Yeah, that but she is I think so hot. I think that I think that image is only outdone by Megan Fox's other pose in Revenge of the Fallen, where That's she the is motorcycle. straddling the motorcycle. Yeah, motorcycles are for uh, bears. We all know that. <laughs> oh Jesus. There's a, there's a bar uh, kind of near me called the Cobra, and 
there the cobra has the most masculine burly men wearing leather the most masculine burly material going in no sparkles no twinkie boys just all bears and there is a line of motorcycles 10 to 15 motorcycles thick and they all look like the exact motorcycle that megan fox is straddling in ridge of the fallen All right. Okay. Well, we have to remember, Felk, that during the women's section of uh, Talking Bodies, the guys are masturbating to women. So we have to wait to talk about bears. So I'm talking about Megan Fox. <laughs> okay. Because love that dong. That's they're when everyone else wants to masturbate to men. That's when they're supposed to masturbate. So I apologize to all the men who are masturbating to women right now. So let's get back to those hot, sexy women voices, or our voices for those hot, sexy women bodies. So Amber Heard, I think, is still number one. Ava Mendes is number two. And I'll put Megan Fox as number three. Even though I love Angelina, I'll put Megan Fox as number three. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not accepting Amber Heard being as number one. Go, what? Can, Are you kidding me? Megan Fox is clearly number one. I don't, I don't know. Megan Fox clearly number one. I have to put Ava Mendez above them. No, for those poses in Transformers, I agree. I think Megan Fox. Megan Fox is so hot in those movies. And seeing her in, like, now, all pictures with her husband and with kids, she doesn't look as good as she did when she was in Transformers. But Ava Mendez still success. looks great. Amber Heard still looks great. Jessica yeah. Tandy still looks great. I agree, but then next to the cars, Megan Fox looked the best. Yeah, I, I actually my, Megan Fox would be my number one with the Camaro, uh, followed yeah. by the '69 Charger with Jessica Simpson over it. Even though the movie's kind of shitty, um, that's that's uh, Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, and, Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, okay, Jessica Simpson. Yeah, that's good. What about that. what what car was she on top of during that Carl's Jr. commercial? Because that was hot. That I was that was, that was the '69 Charger. Yeah, I think okay, it was the then. same car. I think it was. I'll just take the, that. I'll throw that in number yeah, three. Yeah, Jessica Simpson. I put Jessica Simpson above Megan Fox. Then, mm, number two. Oh no way! Jessica Simpson in her prime was impre- pretty incredible in that Carl's Jr. ad. Yeah, that Carl's Jr. ad was. What about good. Liv Tyler put, making out with Ben Affleck? With no, what Liv Tyler. Oh, doesn't no, ever what car? On what car list. was in the background of that shot? What car was in the background of that shot, Ballard? Felk, I was too busy oh, watching fuck. all the Down syndrome on screen between Ben Affleck and Liv Tyler. <laughs> a Z3 Roadster. <laughs> they do have Down syndrome, both of them. All right, so I think it goes Jessica Simpson, Megan Fox, Ava Mendez. I'll take that. I would okay. absolutely take that. I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm sorry, Angelina and Amber Heard and Jessica Tandy. Yeah, sorry, Jessica Tandy. All, all right, t- well, let's get into Love, Love That, that dog. dog. Love, Love That, that Dog. dog. Need more dongs. All right, you heard it, folks. It's love that dong. That means it's time to name three celebs and guess who's the biggest dick and why. And this episode, love that dong is called Felt Hot Rods. And we have guys who like cars. Uh, guys who are famous for their massive car collections: Jerry Seinfeld, Jay Leno, and Tim Allen. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good list. Yeah, I, was try- I mean, I could have easily gone with Hugh Jackman and Henry Cavill again, but I mean, uh, oh, no, you know, no, actually, I have no idea if they're actually uh, gearheads, but um, <laughs> uh, why don't you guys go ahead and click on those links, or uh, you might have to copy paste those, and um, where, where are these links? They're in the, uh, they're gonna, just below their names. they weird photoshops of people's dicks. How do I click these things? You can't, you have to it's- copy and paste them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you weirdo. It's Tim Allen for sure, though. Yeah, probably. The answer may surprise you. Jay Leno porn? Thank you. That's great. I'm glad I just... It's, t- it's, it's Tim Allen. Tim Allen's the manliest of all three of these dudes. For sure. The Jay Leno one's not loading. I don't know what's up with it. If Tim Allen loaded, uh, the sample one will load. Huh. Tim Allen is not even working for me. 
come on printedpicks.com. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> come on, printed pig. To be fair, Cameron Diaz really looked like a slut when she was on Jay Leno's show that that, that time. She she is really showing some tip. She actually um, uh, fucks a car in the movie The Counselor. Yeah, that movie sucks. Well, just imagine that Jerry Seinfeld wins with the biggest fake dick as he's getting jacked off by Lane and, and Kramer standing, sitting right next yeah, to him. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna I, I, I like Seinfeld the most of these three. So. Yep, I think Seinfeld's got the biggest dick. I'll take it. I'll take it. He's got a big head. All right, there you hear it, folks. Bill Paxton wins. Um, so, Felk, you want to take us out? Are you guys by any chance into road rage? Because I love yelling. Yelling at the wall, that is. You were a fool. I think you complain just to hear yourself talk. I'll shut you up. Yelling at the wall. Haven't you had enough? <laughs> oh, yeah. Cool Boy Nation, tell us about any of your funny or interesting car stories or your top five cars. Also, if you have any questions or any more insight on our car stories or our top five cars, then let us know. And obviously, Cool Boy Nation, if you have any bodies or dongs you would like to mention and throw in the mix for us to review and alert Cool Boy Nation to, please let us know, as we always love seeing those bodies and dongs. And this week, we have an email. And that email is from one of our Cool Boy Nation. Oh, shit. This is the first time I'm hearing of this. And this email goes as such. Dear Cool Boys, I'm writing in answer to call for a dong. Before getting into that, I wanted on record that I never promised a dong. After making my guest appearance, I told Mike I had a question for Felk, and you told me send it to the Cool Boys email. You were a little drunk, I think, and I'm assuming dongs are just constantly on your mind. So later you must have just thought it was a dong I promised. I get that. So here are both. Sounds like we really Question. harassed whoever sent us his email. It does. So the email goes on to ask a question for Felk. Is there another name for a rim job when the tongue busts past the rim and goes in the butthole? Calling that a rim job wouldn't do it justice is all I'm saying. There is. So what? There is. There is? Yeah. So the verb would be you're digging the gape or digging the gapes. <laughs> um, Gross. When you're oh, when, fuck. When you're when you're getting it, it, it when you've got an asshole, usually because it's been fucked, that's actually like a hole, like open, spread open. And you stick your oh. tongue in there. Yeah, you're digging in a gape um, or, or just or, or you can say if, if it, however, is still tight because it's only been licked, but you're still getting your tongue in there. Then it's just a deep rim job. Deep is the key word. I was hoping the answer would be no. There isn't no. a name for that. Not a digging the gape. <laughs> that is awful. Oh, God, that's so scary. Yeah. Digging in the gapes number. So digging in the gapes is also a series of porns that can illustrate a little bit more. Digging in the gapes 2 probably being the best. It's the full movies available on RedTube. Oh, that sounds horrible. Um, so, yeah, so this person I'm ends up it. wanting to go into uh, uh, some dongs. But before we go into dongs, they did mention earlier in the email that um, they never promised the dong. Well, I think that person will be very interested when I play this audio clip right now. <laughs> and obviously, you know, if you know any bodies or dongs you'd like us to mention on the show, please write to us and let us know, because I always love seeing those bodies and dongs. No one fucking sends us bodies. So no one fucking sends us dongs. <laughs> no. I want a dong. Send me a dong. I'll send you a dong. Mmm. <laughs> oh, snap. Oh, fuck.
Um, so I guess before we go into the dong section of this list, I guess we should just say who uh, this uh, uh, wonderful cool boy is that uh, wrote us in. And this uh, cool boy, his name is Andy, and that would be you, Andy. Hey. hey. Thanks for writing, Andy. It's not common that we bring it. <laughs> when you write us an email, we have you on. So thank oh, you. that's cool. Cool, 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 cool. That was a fucking twist worthy of M. Night Shamalama Ding Dong. Yeah, well, Chubbs, we're sorry, but we'll have you on at some point, we promise. And uh, McNuggets, come back. Come back, Nuggy. Nuggets died. I, did he die? God damn it. <laughs> probably Everything probably from eating too many fucking chicken McNuggets. Well, someone should have told him if he listened to us. Yeah. We would have told him, but we never really uh, said anything about um, health or uh, diet or anything like that. I, lo- I love chicken McNuggets. <laughs> so um, let's get into these dongs, Andy. I don't have the email in front of me. You'll have to... I'll uh, read it. I'll read it for you. (laughs) I'll read in your voice. How does that sound, Andy? I would love that. Please do that. Uh, Dongs, I was listening (laughs) to your podcast on my way home, and you called me out asking for a dong. It was the third podcast in a row. I couldn't think of a good theme for the biggest Dude, we can't understand what you're saying. (laughs) Oh, really? Okay, good. <laughs> oh, but I'm uh, I'm offensed. I'm oh, I'm sorry. Offensed. Okay, uh, maybe I'll, I'll just do it in a regular voice. I'm sorry. I, sometimes I get too caught up in my character. Well, you um, have to read. Are you you're gonna read this thing verbatim, or should you just pick and choose? I mean, I'll, I'll read it. I'll read what you wrote. I was listening to your podcast on my way home, and you called me out asking for a dong. It was the third podcast in a row. I couldn't think of a good theme for who's got the biggest dong. So I went to my wife for help. It just so happens that at that time she was rewatching Scrubs. And there was the Todd talking about his dong. Mm-hmm. So, yep. number yeah, yeah. one, Scrubs. Have you guys watched Scrubs? Who's yeah. got the biggest dong? The Todd, JD, or Turk? Turk is black, but JD is pretty <laughs> confident with the ladies. And Todd walks around in a banana hammock all day long. Yeah. So, we are calling on the cool boys to come to a verdict. My money's on the wild card, Dr. Cox. Get it? No, there can only Get be three it? options, though. No, Dr. Cox is the wild card. Get yeah, it. but you can only have three There's options. Three. Oh, he's your Bill There's Paxton? Is that what you're saying? He's Bill yeah. Paxton. Get it. Dr. Cox is yeah. this Bill Paxton mm-hmm. for Andy. John yep. C. McGinley. Good actor. Get it. So I've seen every episode. I think every episode of Scrubs. I'm kind yes. of ambivalent. It's good. It's never. I never saw it as great. I honestly thought, oh, what's his what's his Garden State's name? What's his fucking name? Zach Braff. Zach Braff. I kind of find him annoying. Uh, and I, oh, a lot big of that has time. to do with Super Garden annoying. State. Um, yeah. and, and, and Scrubs always seemed kind of like, it's, yeah, I, I put it up there with like community. It's like shows that think they're smarter than they are. Um, yeah, I, I, I can see that. But of, of these, yeah, I would say the Todd, then uh, Turk, then JD. Okay. Turk's in Clueless. You, and Clueless think, is Andy? the best movie ever. So, Other than Dr. Cox, who do you think? Other than Dr. Cox, why not yeah. Dr. Cox? It's not allowed. Well, you uh, pick out pick out your three. Who you, you you know the three you you provided for us? No, I I think I agree. I think Todd he runs around with his banana hammock all the time, so he's obviously very confident. You basically, even though black. it's a TV show, you can basically see how big his dick is. Yeah, you absolutely can. Absolutely okay. Can. Um, well, Andy, you go, you go on to say, we then spent the rest of the evening and the following couple of days talking about more dongs. Well, I am so happy to please you and your wife. Uh, we hope you will help us resolve our disagreement on scrubs, but please feel free to choose any topic you'd like as we need to know who's the biggest dong on all of the following topics. So topic number two is Seinfeld and you bring up Jerry, who we already spoke about. 
George or Kramer. My wife is voting for the soup Nazi, and I'm going with Putty. There's a theme where you continue to go with people you don't give us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. That's how it all <laughs> went. This was. These were hours of conversations at nice restaurants that I had with my wife about dongs. That's we awesome. Got look, we got looks. We got oh, looks. really? Even in San Francisco, yeah. huh? Well, no. You know, in the Bay Area, it's okay. It's different in San Francisco. Yeah. Um, See, I think it's got to be Kramer, Kramer right? Yeah. Or Jerry. Kramer, Kramer then yeah. George, then Kramer. Jerry. Well, the photo definitely... George? The- yeah. Shrinkage. Yeah, exactly. He's a grower, oh. not a shower. He's yeah, a grower, uh, not a shower. No. All right. All right. No, All right. I don't think the so. The ones who have the most v- variability... So I've always seen dongs as the uh, fully erect what you can fucking work with, not like what yes. you what you just walk around hanging around with. If Absolutely. somebody's got less while they're walking around like on a cold day or whatever, that doesn't mean shit. It means yep. when you're fully erect, fucking ideal cardiovascular scenario. You know, you haven't been drinking, you haven't been smoking. You're 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 like good to go that day. What what you can bring to the table, and I think George beats beats Jerry. He'd also win the fight. They established that. And why? So you're saying Tim Allen and Jay Leno have smaller dicks than George and Kramer as well then, of course. Yeah. Yeah. De facto. That's nice. Jay Leno's got a tiny dick. All right. uh, The third option is celebrity sex addicts. And there are those in the industry notorious for banging chicks and getting a bad rap for it. So at some point, are they packing some serious heat? We need you to tell us. Charlie Sheen, (laughs) Rob Lowe, Tiger Woods, also Michael Douglas, David Duchovny, Russell Brand, Colin Farrell. Wow, it's just a lot of different people. There. Yeah, I, I, well, let's, let's, I'm let's sorry. Talk about I didn't those, think you were going to read this whole thing. Let's lock it down to those first three because I think those are the those, yeah, those I, are the ones I, best known I, for this stuff. Well, man, I oh, gotta good. say maybe Rob Lowe. I, like Rob I, Lowe's, I, I say Charlie. I, Sheen. I don't know. Maybe Charlie Sheen actually. Tiger. So Tiger Woods is an amal- is an amalgam, isn't he? Because he's like that or uh, 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 an anomaly, isn't he? Because he's yeah, black, he's Asian black, but he's also Asian, which means he's probably it's, they balance it out. He's basically white. Felt, 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 he's on. white. Yeah, exactly. Felt, he's felt, white. There's a term. There's a term for that. Blasian. <laughs> Blasian. I know. It, it Blasian in terms of dick size basically averages white. out to white. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I Blasian. Can I agree. Really have a huge dick too, though. Or a really small mm, one. No. I don't know, but I still have a feeling that Charlie Sheen's probably rocking the biggest dick because his confidence is through the fucking roof. It is. Yeah. And he's HIV and Tiger Woods' confidence <laughs> is broken. Let's just give it to him because, you know. Yeah. Let's face facts. And number you four. If you're a straight man, you don't get HIV positive with a tiny dick. You know why? Because a tiny dick's not going to rip anything. No. <laughs> or anything. Oh. All the transmission dang. to be possible. You have to have a big wow. dick. To cause tears and fissures and that kind of thing that gets blood that goes all the way down your urethra. Unless he was going down on a chick on her period or something. Um, or he fucked a man. Or he shared a needle. We don't really know how he got it. But let's assume he got it through his dick and, it, and I would assume yeah. that means he's got a big one. Wow. That's physics. Yeah. yeah, that's physics. I used science on that love that dumb. Yeah, you did. You did. I'm you very did. You science the fuck out of that one. All right, and then yeah. number four on the list is known <laughs> big dongs in the industry. People are out on the street talking about dongs in the industry. We stumbled upon this glorious website, Ranker.com. And you have the biggest celebrity penises. And can you confirm these claims? No, I can't confirm any of these claims. You can't? Not personally, Mike? I'm pretty sure you can. Ranker in the past, too. Um, Well, Felk apparently thinks Fastbender's working working nothing, really. No, no, Um, no. I think Fastbender's got a totally respectable dick. I'm just not like, I wouldn't call it (laughs) big dick. I think he's a shower. Okay, yeah, well, I think, uh. okay, okay, fine, okay, uh, fair. Leto, I, I I don't think Leto's got a big dick. No. And Momoa has got a huge no dong. No vegan has a big dick. Uh, Jason Momoa has a huge dong, okay? Everybody else on this list has a dick 
Jason Momoa's got a dong. Why do you so think that? that? Why do you think oh. that? Dude, the guy is fucking really good at everything. Muscular? Okay, <laughs> the ability to pack muscle onto your skeletal structure has nothing to I do with I didn't say muscle. He's really good at everything. Have you seen his training videos for fucking Aquaman? Yeah. He can pound a beer and then just throw an axe with one hand without looking and hit the bullseye. He I dies, with, that. He dies that means from a dong. scratch. He gets a little what? cut on his peck and he dies from that because the witch cursed him. Oh my god, what are we... Oh, jeez. He's not called Drago. <laughs> he is until he's Aquaman. He hasn't played anything other than Call Drago and Conan, who basically Conan, is the inspiration for Call Drago. No, he said Call Drago. Uh, he said Call Drogo is a silverback, while Conan is a lion. Okay. Um, well, who's I think he? Jason Momoa George R. R. Martin. Um, well, okay, I think Jason Momoa. Wait, who said that, that? George R. R. Martin or Jason Momoa? Uh, Jason Momoa said that about the two characters. That's the way he like looked at him. Mm. Um, so number five, short guys, long dongs. Tom Cruise, Kevin Hart, Bruno Mars, or Peter Dinklage. Actually, he might be the better suited for a Game of Thrones. Or little people dongs. Well, the off. show implies he has a big dick, right? It's a, it's a running Does. scene. I think Peter Dinklage could have a huge dick. The guy is a huge asshole. I, I, I don't know how many midget porns you guys have seen, but they do have... like the, 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 It's like... The head and the dick are normal human sized, and then just all the arms and legs are fucking small. It's really and weird. If, yeah, yeah, and if we're talking proportionate, I think Peter Dinklage takes this. Maybe. Well, proportionate. Oh, no, no, I mean, we're, is not, we're it just, just talking an optical illusion, or is, do you actually have a huge dick? It, well, both. I, I, both. I, I think the dick size no. has nothing to do with them being midgets. Like, like that, that they still have a normal size. No, I'm dick. saying, like, I'm saying, like, yeah, he could have like a seven incher, which is like, you know, not bad, but like, it looks huge. on him, it looks like ten yeah. or twelve. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, in, yeah, uh, no, I'm talking like, about actual. Like that bitten uh, uh, pop star where uh, uh, Andy Samberg's character has like a, what a re- reality augmenter. He's just a short guy who hires to stand next to him, so he looks tall. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a great movie. Yeah, it's it's well done. Um, and I, think, I don't I want to say Peter Dinklage, Dinklage over Tom Cruise, but since you threw Peter Dinklage in there as a as a little kind of uh, wild card, I I say he definitely takes it over and, the other three. And and Cool Boy Nation, I thought Bruno Mars was the name of, of a band. It's a person. Oh, good for you. Good it's for you. Oh it's wow! So you're just like Jethro Tull in uh, Armageddon? No, because I, I really know, hate I, when people who think Jethro Tull is just a person in a band. Who is Jethro Tull? Yeah. Yeah, no, I know that about Jethro Tull. I don't know about Bruno oh, Mars. No. I like music, and I like Jethro Tull. And then, Andy, you go on to say, smooches, Andy. Oh, good. It's done? Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate I, I you guys really answering all my various questions. I'll bring it back to my wife, and we'll feel uh, much relieved to know all the people that, who, that have the biggest dongs, you guys. Thank and you. that's right, Cool Boy Nation. I just want to point that out. So if you send us an email, we will invite you on and have a whole episode with you. Just kidding. <laughs> no, um, not a all right. And then uh, check out our YouTube page as always. Just you can go ahead and look for us. Type the Cool Boy Podcast on YouTube. And uh, go ahead and check out our super cool content. All kinds of Cool Boy reviews and Cool Boy tweets. Cool Boy Nation, if there is a would you rather you would like us to discuss on a future podcast, please email us at thecoolboyspodcast at gmail.com. And now, for this episode's Would You Rather. Cool Boy Nation, would you rather be trapped in a car during a blizzard with a really hot chick and she cannot stop her tits from falling out all the time or waving her vagina around 
but she is not down to fuck. Or be trapped in a bus while balancing on the edge of a cliff with 20 really average-looking humdrum women with no tits and stinky pussies who are just not appealing, but they want to fuck nonstop the whole ordeal. So I the so the first part of both of those ors, I, I I'm not really seeing the relevance. Is the difference that the cliff you might fall off the cliff and die, whereas in the yeah blizzard, yeah are you gonna die? Yeah, you yeah. can fuck, but you will die. Probably you, you will probably die. Whereas in the blizzard, you'll probably survive. You'll probably survive. Well, in that mm. case, I have to choose survival. <laughs> yes, I would rather live. You even can survive if she's on the bus. You just don't have to fuck the ch- the women. They're just down to fuck, but you don't have to fuck them. Then then you all live. Well, then I'd still Wait. rather be in the, the blizzard because I get to see a hot chick tits and vagina. Yeah, but you could also fuck probably 19 out of the 20 women, but that 20th woman, bus goes over the edge. Then I'll go with the, um, go with the 19 women. Yeah, if, 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 if I'm fuck, dying. Fuck, these are humdrum women with no tits and stinky pussies who are just not appealing. Yeah, but if you can't... so <laughs> yeah, but mm, the, I'm the, in. The really hot chick, <laughs> if, like in person, if you can't touch her because she's not down to fuck... Then it's basically just an image, a 3D image, but whatever. No interaction. But her tits keep falling out all the time, and she's just waving her vagina around. Yeah, but you can go to a strip club and see that. Yeah, but not in a blizzard, in a car. So or, it's free. Yeah, but I'd rather, I'd rather fuck Think about the friendship you'll make with her that might lead to some sweet <laughs> S-E-X. No, she says she is not down to fuck. Not right then, but maybe way later, like two months then that one. Then that I one. choose that one. <laughs> yes, I choose that one. But the other one is like, you know, No, the other one is really not average looking humdrum women with no tits and sneaky pussies. <laughs> what, what is humdrum? I feel like you think humdrum is something different than I think. I just, you know, like they're like they're like <laughs> yeah, no one thinks <laughs> It's not good. I don't know what humdrum is. <laughs> That's what, this, this, this is the 20 women. Okay, all with like no tits, like flappy little nasty titties, ah. right? Stinky just gross pussies. Is right? that humdrum? That's and they're not just humdrum. So That's not ugly. appealing. They're yeah, not appealing at all, mean? right? Right? And they're just all like, <laughs> oh, fuck, I guess. You know? <laughs> like, and then you're like, you're like, you're like, all right, they want to fuck nonstop the whole ordeal. Or, oh, I don't see that as humdrum. It's really hot chick, right? Who's just like, oh my God, I'm sorry, my tits just keep falling out. I just, I can't have no control over them. Oh, I'm. I'm sorry, my vagina keeps just waving around. <laughs> that sounds like a penis. <laughs> this no, thing that's, waving. that's that's ugly or even like really really unattractive. Like I think Carrie Mulligan is humdrum. Yeah, humdrum. Yeah, a bunch of like Carrie Mulligans are like. Hey, hey. I, would, I would take 19 uh, Carrie Mulligans over one really hot girl. I can just look. How about this? How about a whole bunch of Carrie? Okay. It's, it's, it, yeah, it's almost like, no, because no, because no, because Carrie Mulligan is not just, she's appealing, and she doesn't, she has tits, and she's she okay. doesn't have a stinky she's pussy. Fine. No, but she has, she has, she's, no, she can't fit into this category. This category is women with no tits and stinky pussies who are just not appealing. Is that humdrum? I want humdrum. You've got me, you've got me hooked on humdrum. I want humdrum. <laughs> I, choose, I, choose, I choose humdrum. Whichever option has humdrum, I'm in. It's a boss. Okay, but, yeah, now let me tell you. Answers. Here's the problem. If you try to fuck 19 of the 20 women, that 20th woman, she's just going to dive on in. So it happens no matter what. The bus Thank goes over the edge. Thank God. After all that. So you, you re- go down I'm, I'm after fucking die. 20 women. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So Absolutely. Right. It'd be great. You know. I'm into it. Okay. Number two. 
I would sit in the blizzard with the hot chick who can't stop having her titties fall out of the car, and I would just be like, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> oh, my best. God. Oh, my God. It's all enough. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Her, her vagina is just waving around. I didn't give a time. I didn't give really a time on this, did I? Uh, let's just say one day. Okay. Then I would definitely your, use the 19 humdrums. <laughs> <laughs> but the 20th jumps in anyways. Then you die? Yeah, then you There's die. There's too many variables. You're adding There's things. so many variables <laughs> in this one. <laughs> all right. I'll go with the blizzard. You guys both go with the cliff. No, blizzard. We're all going with the blizzard. It's supposed to be like, would you rather eat a poop or eat a hammer? You know, it's like... <laughs> There's so many factors. <laughs> I, I know. How many times can we do? How, would you suck a dick like this or get fucked in the ass like this? That's, how, that's what pretty much all our would you rathers are. No, they're all incredibly complex. We are. They're okay, well, I, I go Blizzard. Andy, you do Blizzard? Yeah, Blizzard, of course. And I felt you're doing the 20 women? Yeah. Darren Aronofsky's movies are less complex than, than most of our would you rathers. There we go. I like that. All right. So, uh, felt, let's take that was a, sorry, Andy, that was a movie reference. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm unclear. Well, that brings us to the close of tonight's episode. New episodes of the cool boys podcast come out every Monday or bar, try to, or try to <laughs> barring some power outage or other kind of events or work. Yes. Uh, but usually every Monday, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Cool Boys Podcast. And you can find us on Facebook as The Cool Boys Podcast. Email us at thecoolboyspodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to like and subscribe to us on YouTube. You can find us on YouTube by searching The Cool Boys Podcast. Be sure to rate and review us on iTunes as The Cool Boys Podcast. And you can donate to us on Patreon and receive additional episodes of Cool Boys After Dark and a Cool Boys shout-out on our normal episodes that air every Monday. You can find the Cool Boys on Patreon at patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. And remind you people that we are trying to make enough money to do this again next year so we can keep that SoundCloud account going. So it's $135 and we're almost there. Getting close. Getting close. So please go ahead and donate to us so we can get that $135. Not too much. Just $1. And you get a whole bunch of great After Dark content immediately and we will shout your name out. And finally, Andy, would you like to plug any of your super cool stuff and so cool social media? <laughs> I don't I, I don't have those things. What? Oh, all right, that's cool. Uh, thank you for listening. Stay cool, cool boy nation. Until next time, it's Bizies from Felk. And that's Bizies from Ballard. And Bizies from Andy. Um, Andy, thanks so much for helping us out, buddy. Toilets. You are standing American boy. You have excelled in all things. I pump while I dump. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. This episode of the Cool Boys Podcast was brought to you by... So, Noli... Oh, Noli's not here. <laughs> Andy! <laughs>
Did you I actually went, do that? I did that. I actually did that. I actually went straight to Noli. <laughs> Get some cool, cool boys. boys. <laughs> <laughs> so serious. <laughs> <laughs>